Today's show is sponsored by the New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Come take in everything that Big Easy has to offer while participating in one of the top bourbon events in the world in New Orleans, Louisiana, March 20th to 23rd, 2019. Get your early bird discount tickets now at NewOrleansBourbonFestival.com. Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks. Bourbon fans, if you're looking for heirloom quality handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjuleopcups.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special holiday episode of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand here with lovely Samara. Hey, babe, how are you? I'm good. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays to everybody. We were, Everybody's back from Thanksgiving. Everybody's now heads down trying to get the work done that they got to get done before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're all also doing that and but also taking the time to put together uh, put together some more podcasts for you. I think we've got an interesting for everybody today, uh, but make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode. We do have a big announcement you guys will be real excited about. Yay. I'm excited. I can't wait to tell everyone what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be old. So uh, in the meantime, been thinking about what you want for for Christmas this year. What, what whiskeys you're looking for? Oh, whiskeys. Um, you know, I... I don't bourbon hunt like everyone else does. I just don't have the patience and LA really doesn't get that much of an allocation. Like it takes forever to stuff to get out this way. Um, but I guess my Christmas unicorn wish list would be a bottle of stag as, as it is whenever, whenever, whenever anybody <laughs> asks me what I want is always stag. <laughs> Right. That, that's the that's the Christmas that's her Christmas game. You just insert insert occasion and her wish list starts and ends with a <laughs> bottle of stag. It's like this is what I would I would like a bottle of stag. It's my birthday. Uh, yeah, it's Christmas, year. Mother's Day, whatever day it is. George T. Stag is always the first answer. Yes. <laughs> it's always the answer. Um I think I'm gonna go with uh one of Stag's uh, siblings, I'll go with it with it from the antique collection. I'll go with a bottle of William LaRue. Uh, that would be at the top of my Christmas right. list. Would not, I, I would probably, I might pick something different for my birthday or for something else, but for this time of year, for Christmas, since the you know, those bottles are being released, have been released just recently, um, then that would be at the top really? of my list. So <sighs> I'm gonna have to call in some favors and see what I can do. See if we can get something in Atlanta. Yeah. Because yeah. unfortunately, we'll, I can't surprise we'll you here unless it's going to cost me $2,000 in LA. This is the secondary is taking over out here. So Is it that bad out there? It's really bad. It's really bad. And the retailers, like, you know, I don't want to throw my little retailer out here in Los Angeles under the bus, but I totally put in my request, like, hey, just in case this comes around, you know, just in case this comes across your desk, like, can you save this for me? And he's like, yeah, I can get that to you for 15 <laughs> And I just refuse to pay a retailer, like, four times the price, five times the price. Yeah. Of what it should be at retail. Yeah, secondary market is getting so, out of control. Yeah, 
And it sucks when secondary is actually retail. Like the retailer should not participate in secondary. But that's like, okay, that's going to go into a whole nother vent. I don't want to get on that. But I will look for, I'll call some friends in Atlanta to see if they can hold something. So when I come back to town, I can possibly share maybe a sample, <laughs> not the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> So. I'll, at this point, I'll take what I could get, so that'd be that'd be perfectly fine. Um, but yeah, so in the meantime, though, today uh-huh. we're going to be taking uh, Four Roses Single Barrel, so yeah, uh, a, a classic bourbon, something that's readily available at a really good price, yeah. right? So. Yep, at a really good price. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into that on the other side of the break. And so just stay tuned and we'll dive on in with our tasting of Four Roses Single Barrel. This is Bonded in Bourbon. Now for a bit of bourbon lore brought to you by the Staven Faith Society, where you can study and deepen your enjoyment of America's native spirit while becoming an executive bourbon steward. While bourbon could not have anything added to it aside from water and still retain the name bourbon, other whiskeys aren't so constrained. Scotch can have coloring added, and Canadian whiskey can have both color and flavor added. The most common additive is called caramel coloring because of its mouthwatering amber glow. And where is the world's largest maker of caramel coloring base? Louisville, Kentucky. So even when you're drinking something other than bourbon for some reason, you may well be sipping another product from the heart of bourbon country. And that's just one of the many pieces of bourbon history, trivia, and myth you'll learn on your way to becoming an executive bourbon steward with the Staven Thief Society. Sign up for a class today at staventhief.com. On behalf of the Staven Thief Society, I am Samara of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand, tell listeners about The Bar to Go. They've been a longtime sponsor, but people still may not know what they're all about. The Bar to Go features handcrafted American-made traveling mini bars. These canvas or leather pouches will carry everything you need to make a cocktail or take along with your favorite 50 milliliter bottles of bourbon. These things make great gifts for men or women, and you can check out the complete lineup at thebartogo.com, and that is the number two in the web address. Be sure to use the coupon code ABVN to get 30% off your order. Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samara here. We are t- here today to taste Four Roses Single Barrel. So, babe, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about it? Well, you know, Four Roses has been around for 130 years. Um, and we all know and love, you know, some of their famous uh, Masters Distillers. Al Young is still alive and kicking. And, you know, I actually got a chance to meet him a couple months ago. Lovely gentleman and really has taken um, the brand to a completely different level, if you know anything about the Four Roses history. Um, and, you know, Four Roses is is relatively new for they've been around for 130 years they were you know there in Kentucky and then they shipped production all the way overseas or production was made here but it was shipped overseas so it was an export for 
uh, quite some time before they brought it back to the States, probably about 20, 30 years ago. So, um, you know, and everyone loves it. Everyone loves searching for Four Roses and they love, you know, checking the different mash bills to see which one they have. There's a whole following to make sure that everyone has the recipes, the 10 recipes, the uh, yeast strains that they have. They want to have those in their collection. So, um, so yeah, Four Roses is, you know, it's an amazing company. You know, it's the first company we did, um, a brand that we did an event out in Atlanta with too. Remember that? Yep. Shout out to Randall. Yep. Randall was, um, he was the first person who, you know, took a leap of faith and believed in us when we produced our first Black Bourbon Society. Um, oh God, about a year and a half ago out in Atlanta. And, um, he's been a friend of ours and supporter of Black Bourbon Society ever since. So, uh, we love Four Roses. And, you know, today we're doing the standard single barrel. Um, and although this doesn't have that, you know, the yeast strain recipe on the back, the, it is just kind of known that it is OBSV. And that, um, and so that's the, that's the recipe that it goes off of, OBSV. The mash bill on this is 60% corn. It's uh, 35% rye, and it has 5% malted barley. And you know why I like this the most? It's a great single barrel. It's 100 proof, and it's only 40 bucks. Like, it's a nice. good whiskey for a great price. Love it. Um, so let's dive right in. Um, why don't you start us off with appearance? All right. Well, I... I thought the appearance was pretty decent. I, I, it was to me like a dark gold in color, um, which I thought was pretty was, was pretty good. It had good legs in the glass, uh, mm-hmm. so it was also inviting. I think the bottle is okay in terms of the sh- in terms of the shape, in terms of the design. Certainly, it, it has the, uh, the the glass rose mm-hmm. uh, above the label. The label is pretty straightforward. It also notes, the bottle also does denote the warehouse and the barrel number, yeah. which is, you know, a good thing, particularly for collectors to note and to to, to have. And so uh, I really, uh, I enjoyed the appearance. What did you think? Well, I thought it was, you know, more like a that gold color, like you said, almost like a light amber. And I mean, yeah, the, the bottling for Four Roses is iconic. Um, and, you know, they've got three, you know, different lines of whiskey um, that are their traditional ones. And then they've got the specialty products. But, you know, you know, the single barrel, even if the label isn't turned your way, you know, just by the shape of the bottle, how it's um, how it's presented, how it looks on the shelf, you know exactly what it is, as opposed to, you know, they're. Uh, small batch is a little more rounder. And then their yellow label, of course, fits perfectly in the well um, and makes great cocktails. So Four Roses, it's easily identifiable. Um, and yeah, the gold, the, the liquid is just a pure gold. It's beautiful. Yeah. So what about the nose for you? So for the nose for me, um, I got a lot of orange. I got a lot of citrus and brown spice off of this one. Um, nice. a little bit of, an, and a lot of caramel too. Like after just kind of, I poured it and I got caught up in emails and just was, you know, let it sit next to me. And I started picking up, you know, the caramel and some other, and like some cinnamon in there as well. Even like a little bit of clove. I thought I smelled a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, it totally opens up and, um, it smells amazing. What did you think? I, I thought so as well. I, I thought it was quite fragrant. Uh, on the nose, I got plum, 
mm-hmm. uh, and a, 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 just a whole uh, bouquet of tropical flavors. So your citrus, uh, your tropical flowers, uh, all of that I got out of the nose. Didn't pick up uh, any vanilla, which, you know, I'm always searching mm-hmm. for that. Um, but um, I enjoyed it re- very much so on the nose. It really made me want to dive in on the taste. Uh, and so when I did that, that's when I got the vanilla. So I definitely got the vanilla on the tongue, but not on the nose. But it was came through very good on the tongue. And I also picked up some fig yeah. uh, and, and a little dash of Tabasco, Tabasco. I thought. On, uh, yeah, a little dash of Tabasco, kind of in the middle, going to going towards the rear mm-hmm. of my palate. So um, definitely had a little punch on the back end. So, uh, but uh, you know, overall, I thought that the taste was pretty decent. Well, what about I, you? you know, it's interesting. I think you said you picked up like prunes or fig, plum. You said plum. plum. So plum. I picked yeah. that up on the t- on the on the taste on the palate, um, and so I definitely had some of that. Um, and I, you know, that you say in Tabasco, but I think that's the 35% rye that we picked up. And so, and I, and I definitely mm-hmm. picked up that pepper. Um, it's just like, oh, yep, there's definitely a strong presence of rye in the mash bill on that. So that came through. Um, but I also got, um, a hint of cherry in there as well. You know, just a little really? slight hint of cherry, something sweet. I wouldn't say it's like a vanilla. Um, but I think it's a little bit of cherry in there. Yeah. A little bit of cherry. What about the mouthfeel? The mouthfeel is okay on this one. You know, it's, it's not super viscous. Um, it's just, I would say it's a medium to light, uh, mouthfeel. Um, and I kind of feel yeah. like, I kind of feel like that rye kind of takes over on the back end. It's not overpowering. Like we've talked about some heavy ryes before, but, um, it's, it's, it's on the thinner side and it's just got that spice for it, you know, on that spice on it. What did you think? Yeah, I I thought the mouthfeel was decent. Uh, it was medium by kind of medium bodied. I did I did need to take a big sip mm-hmm. in order to get full coverage uh in my mouth. So it didn't go a long way. Right. It wasn't really viscous. Um but I mean it it, it was decent. It was decent. Yeah, so and- on the finish you know, when I moved to that, or did you wanted to add something more on the mouthfeel? Well, no, I, I agree with you too. I mean, it's like, you've kind of got like this bigger, you had to take a bigger sip, which we don't mind, you know, the more you drink, the better, but, um, but yeah, to get that full coverage, you did have to take a, a bigger gulp than usual to really get some of the feel of it. That's all I was going to say. I was just going to agree. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I moved to the finish, I got to admit the finish to me was, was, sh- was short and it was mm-hmm. quite hot uh, on the finish of that. You know, the Tabasco, when I talk about that, it started to really kind of come to me towards the back of my palate. And then it really, like I said, punched through on the finish, but the, but then it, the finish was gone. It was, it didn't mm-hmm. linger with me uh, very, very long. Uh, so it was pretty short and, and hot on, on the finish. What about you? Um, I agree. I said it's more of a medium finish for me, but I totally felt that that heat. So um, it registered for me as cinnamon, though. Um, so the cinnamon, that rice spice definitely kicked in. And it had sort of like um, almost like a tart finish. And it's kind of hard to say. Like I, the first thing that comes to mind is leather, although I've never chewed leather before. But that's the kind of like it just kind of had this like 
I don't know. Whatever you think leather tastes like, that's what I found it tastes like towards the end. <laughs> but um, that's what I got on the fish. <laughs> well, most guys know, most guys have kind of a faint uh, memory of what leather tastes like if you ever broke in a baseball glove when you were a kid yeah. and you did that kind of, you, you know, that process of doing that, you know, sometimes. Uh, yeah, you do get a little taste of the of the the glove, and so yeah, that I I think that people, you know, the listeners, they understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't know how to describe what leather tastes like, but that's what I. It's that it's kind of like this off varnish kind of taste, if that makes sense. I don't know, but um, that's what I got on the back end for it. I don't. Know. Did that make any sense? Well. <laughs> yep, that's definitely in what, what we always say. Whatever you taste is what's in there, but leather in and of itself uh, is 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 a result of the combination of the tannins and everything else that's going on that's going on in the bottle. So uh, to have that come through very strong on the finish, that's actually something that's pretty unique. We don't get a lot of that, uh, you know, on uh-huh. note, a lot of those notes on the finish. So um, that's a pretty that's a pretty right. unique uh, note there that we have there on the finish. So, um, but. Overall, I think it's pretty good. We're going to go ahead and add up our scores here real quick during the break. And we'll come back. We'll give you guys our scores and our rating for Four Roses Single Barrel. This is Bonded and Bourbon. Hey, babe. There's a lot going on in the world of bourbon right now. Are we planning any trips? We sure are. I'm working on our trip to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. But wait, that's not until March 20th through the 23rd, 2019. Why would we be working on that one already? The New Orleans Bourbon Festival has gotten so popular. It's a year-round event. Barbara and Tracy are hard at work getting everything lined up and to prepare. They put an early bird ticket price out there right now where you can enjoy the cheapest ticket prices of the year. Plus, if you're considering a VIP experience, those tickets are going fast. I think people want to start working on their own plans to attend the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Where do they need to go and what do they need to do? Get your early bird discount tickets now for the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival at NewOrleansBourbonFestival.com. We'll see you there. Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon, Armand and Samar. We are here to give our ratings for Four Roses Single Barrel. We are mm-hmm. um, just finished adding them up. And, babe, I'll let you go ahead and start off with appearance. Well, you know, the appearance is this beautiful gold color, um, but it's also in this just iconic bottle that is easily identifiable and you know how I am about the labels and the branding and Four Roses nails it every time. Um, So I gave them a nine on the appearance. Uh, What about you? I gave it a seven on the appearance. I thought it was decent. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's kind of classic bottle Uh, and the dark gold of the, uh, the color of the liquid, I think is, uh, pretty good, pretty inviting. So overall, I think it, I thought it was decent. So I, I gave it a seven. Okay. Uh, on the nose, uh, I gave it an eight. I thought the nose was very good. I thought it was, mm-hmm. like I said, it was fragrant. I got 
you know, plum notes, tropical flavors, you know, and all those kind of scents and really inviting. So I gave it an eight on the nose. What about you? I gave it a seven. Um, and, I, you know, I thought it was light, you know, um, I poured it and I really couldn't pick up anything right away. So I just let it sit for a moment and then it did open up and come through. Um, but it is more on the lighter side. Um, and I had trouble picking up some of the notes that you picked up. So for me, I gave it a seven. Yeah. Yeah. What about the, uh, that's what about the the taste? For the taste, I also gave it a seven and I felt like it was a good bourbon. Um, and it's got that rye, it's got the brown spice in it. Um, but it just wasn't anything that was bold and knocks your socks, you know, knocks your socks off. So, um, it was consistent and that's what Four Roses is known for. So definitely I gave it a seven. What about you? So I gave it a seven as well on the taste. Um, so my, I, I thought it was decent, but it, in my opinion, it was it was pretty bold, and mm-hmm. it was bold to the point to where the spice and the punch of it uh, kind of overshadowed the other more subtle notes. Right. And so, like I said, so I thought it was decent, but I, I gave it a seven on the uh, for the taste for the mouthfeel. I also gave it a seven. Thought it was like I said it was medium bodied, but you really need to take a big sip yeah. in order to get real, you know, coverage in your mouth, and that really was something that I, like I said, so that you know I, that brought the score down a little bit for me, uh, which is why I ended up with a seven. What about you? I gave it a six, and I I totally agree. I feel like um, it was just it was missing some complexity in there, and so we want it more to be there, which is why you take the bigger sip. That's why you take the bigger gulp to really get that feel for it. Um, but it just wasn't really there. You know, there was no complexity added to that mouth feel. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And I really feel like that trans that translated over to the finish yeah, as well. Yeah, totally. What did, what did you? What did you end up giving it for the finish? Well, I gave it a six two, um, and I just felt like you know that 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 high spice, that that cinnamon, that burn. You called it tobacco, kind of <laughs> like not tobacco, tabasco. tabasco, which I have had. Yeah. I know that I you know you're creative, and some of the stuff I haven't had, and sometimes I have, but I have had tabasco, um, and so yeah, so that finish isn't you know so pleasant, you know, and the leather too, like. The texture of the leather, that 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 tartness, that varnish taste, um, I just didn't. It wasn't a finish that I wanted to sit with me for a long time. So um, I gave it a six. What about you? I gave it a six as well. We're in agreement. Uh, I thought the finish yeah. was too short. It's not. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd like a. I like a little bit longer. Uh, a little bit longer finish. Want to sit with me for a little bit. A little bit longer. And I thought it, not only was it short, but it was short and hot. So, um, you know, so it definitely packed a punch, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it didn't allow a lot of the more subtle notes that I like when I'm really uh, when I'm when I'm really enjoying and really sipping a, a bourbon to come through. And so uh, ultimately, I ended up giving it a six when mm-hmm. I added all those up. I ended up uh, with it was a thirty five for me for my total rating. What about you? Well, some kind of way I came up with thirty five, too. So we actually agree. Well, we this had yeah. Rare instance. We had twin scores, but they were different yep. per category. We have uh, 
we rarely come up with twin scores, but so overall we ended up with a 70 yeah. for the four roses, single barrel, a decent score it's for a decent bottle. Like you said earlier, yeah. well-priced and uh, something that, especially if you're, a, if you're a fan of, of uh, the four roses product line, uh, you'll get what you are expecting. Like you said, they're consistent. Yeah. It, they're consistent. And I have to say four roses, single barrel, was my first love. This was my first whiskey. Um, wow. So this is, yeah, this was my first whiskey. I was in New Orleans back in 2015, I think, 2014, 2015, somewhere in that time frame. And um, yeah, it was given to me by the suggestion um, of the salesman in the liquor store it was Four Roses Single Barrel. And that's how I began my love affair with bourbon. So I always recommend this as, you know, if you're new to bourbon, new to whiskey, start with Four Roses. Um, it's a great place to start. And then you just build on top of there, you know, and it's reasonably yep. priced. It's 40 bucks and it's consistent. So And you can find it. Yes, easily. Yep. And you can find it. So definitely a good introduction yeah. uh, to bourbon and something that I think is a worthy addition and an affordable addition to the uh, to the collection. Yep. Yep. So, all right. Well, what we got coming down the pipeline? Okay. So is this a special announcement time? Can I talk, can I talk about it now? Well, I don't know. Do we want to talk about it right now? Or do we want to wait and talk about it at the very end? Do we want to tease no, a little no, bit no, longer? No, 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 no. Okay, no. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. All it's right. time for us to wrap up anyway. <laughs> go, ahead on, go ahead on and talk about it now. Okay. So, you know, we have been heads down. We've been uh, feverishly planning out an amazing 2019 calendar for Black Bourbon Society. And I am finally ready to announce our spring um, exclusive excursion. We are going to Louisville with 25 of our closest friends, which one of them could be you and not you, Armand, like you as in the audience. And, <laughs> and we will be in Louisville August 26th to the 28th. Um, we have an amazing three day weekend lined up. I'm not going to go into all the little bitty details now. Um, I will just say we are going to release um, the uh, booking information in 48 hours. So in two days, hours. it will go live. There are only 25 slots. And I'll go ahead and I'll list the distilleries that are going to host us. Um, Friday night, we will be hosted by the Jim Beam Urban Stillhouse. They've got special tastings and also a mixology course for us. And then on Saturday, we will be spending the morning um, and lunch. We'll be there all day for like four hours um, at Woodford Reserve. And they have pulled out all the bells and whistles and literally are rolling out the red carpet for us on uh, Saturday, the 27th, April 27th. And then after that, we're going to uh, go over to Buffalo Trace for another amazing experience. Um, and you know, our friend works at, uh, our friend Freddie Johnson works at Buffalo Trace. So he has not confirmed, but I am pulling all sorts of teeth. Um, to try and get him to meet us on that day. 
And then the next day we have um, we have a brunch, a, bur- a boozy brunch, and we're calling it the uh, Black Jockey Brunch, which will definitely give homage to um, the African-American jockeys that played a role in the beginning of Churchill Downs and also um, just the horse racing industry as a whole. But an amazing exclusive weekend. Oh, we're also going to Churchill Downs on that Saturday night, too, for opening night. Um, so it'll be a yep. derby-ish experience, bourbon, derby, and amazing experience. Yep. Give people a chance to play the ponies. Yes. Yeah, you like that. We yeah. went earlier this year and you love playing the ponies. Yeah, yeah we won some money. I like winning money. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so we're calling it um, Black Bourbon Societies. It's the Brown Derby Weekend. That's what we're calling this. And um, booking information goes live in 48 hours. So we'd love for you all to join us, be one of the 25. And yeah, we'll see you in April. See you guys in April. In the meantime, tell everybody Yay. how they can get in contact with us. We are on Instagram at Bonded and Bourbon Podcast. And also you can follow along with Black Bourbon Society at Black Bourbon Society. Um, our website is also live. That's bondedandbourbon.com. And for more information about the upcoming tour, um, be sure to check out blackbourbonsociety.com as well. Yes. Also um, check out our most recent episode, uh, our Grinches of Eggnog special episode. <laughs> <laughs> if you, really if you got into the holiday spirit and you want to, if you enjoy eggnog, you can laugh at us. If you don't enjoy eggnog, you can agree with us. Uh, but yeah, we enjoyed that uh, on uh, eggnog day on the, the yeah. network and uh, enjoyed that, uh, that brief episode. But yeah, you can check out all our episodes uh, from the website. And so uh, we invite you to do so. And so with that, we're going to, get back to work and continue to continue to crank stuff out but we'll be back next week with another episode haven't decided yet what will be uh what we're going to be reviewing but uh it'll be something that'll be good and exciting so uh in the meantime we'll talk to you guys next week and this has been bonded in bourbon cheers guys Armand, why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro? Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine Still Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era, as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it, and they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go? You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions.